This week, we need to talk Lennox Hill, my friend's a garbage picker, and our men with cats state of hope. Good morning. Morning. How are we today? Cheers. Today, I made myself a strawberry rossini. You know, like a bellini? Yes. The peach. So this is rossini, which is strawberry. So it's a little strawberry, a little prosecco, a little touch of vodka, a little lemon juice. Quite refreshing. It looks delicious. Mm-hmm. How was your week? I had actually a good week. So exciting because I finally ventured out of my house. I finally went all on one day on Friday. I got hair. I got nails. I got waxing. I'm a new woman. Everything's different. I've had my temperature taken more than I've ever had before. They took your temperature when you went to get your manicure? All three places took my temperature. I'm slowly getting out of the phases. My hair isn't Maybe my hair is phase 2.1. I'm not sure what phase it's in. <laughs> but so I'm slowly getting out of it, but they have not taken my temperature. See, every place was different. At the hair place, you walked in, you stood by this really cool machine that scanned your temperature. You put in who you are so they have a log of who walked in, what their temperature was, and then they know before and after who was in the building. That was cool. The nail place, when I got there, the door was locked. Before I even got in, they came outside, did the thing on my head, and then let me in. But what was so crazy about my nail salon was, remember Boy in the Plastic Bubble? Do you remember that movie? Yeah. Okay. So it was Christy in the Plastic Bubble because every single pedicure chair was wrapped in a shower curtain of plastic sheeting. So there's a bubble screen in front of me. Normally, I would get my nails and my toes done at the same time, not anymore. Then when you're done, you have to go sit at like a a manicure table, but that has a plastic screen and I slide my fingers underneath and I kind of like it. No one has to talk to me. Everybody's heads down, masks are on. I don't mind. I don't mind nobody talking to me. Three words I've been waiting to hear. Pick a color. Pick a color. Dying to hear pick a color. (laughs) Yep. Congratulations. It was really, really quite delightful. And then the waxing, no lip, but they'll do the bottom. They'll do the everything else, just no lip. I'm like, okay, no problem. They take the temperature, same thing. I am so hygienic right now other than this lip, but I'll handle that later. They won't do the lip, you're saying? No lip. You have to wear the mask the whole time. Oh, right, right, right. By the way, everywhere I went, masks. Beautiful masks, cool masks, ugly masks, masks that match, masks that don't match. I'm into this mask thing. Now you're stressing out because like the mask is going to get dye on it. So you don't want to use your cute mask. You want to use right. a throwaway mask. <laughs> it's like a whole process. I specifically took my shitty mask so that when the dye got on my mask, I right. could- it's, it's really, really a thought process that goes into this. Another thing that I don't think I told you about that has been happening here in Tenafly, New Jersey is that I have become the official garbage picker, cleaner upper of my town. What does that mean? We've been taking so many walks during this quarantine. And every time I take a walk, there's just garbage everywhere. And it's driving me insane. So I went on Amazon and I bought one of those long arm grabby things. You walk around town with one of those things? I walk around town with a big bag and my long arm grabbers. I pick up so much garbage that I have to empty midway and refill. That's how much garbage is around here. And I've found- Do you wear like a, like a vest? No, I don't have a vest, but I would like to invest in a vest. 
I so think that you people should. know. I've gotten a couple of thumbs up from neighbors. I've got, hey, you're doing such a nice thing. But wait a minute. I found five bucks and I found a three. Five bucks on the floor? Yeah, on the ground in the park. I also found, no joke, it has been confirmed, a $350 Ferragamo belt. I don't understand. Are you going through people's garbage? No, or no, I, I'm not going through people's so garbage. So where are you finding a belt, like just in, in, on the street? Literally on the street. I only pick up from curbs and street. I don't go in people's garbage or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I'm walking down the street and I see a lot of Dunkin' Donuts garbage. So I pick that up. Lots so of- somebody lost their Ferragamo bell it must on have- the street of Tenafly. Yes. And guess what? I think what happened was, my theory is, huge fight. Maybe a wife or a husband throws their shit out the door. I don't know. But I now have a beautiful, it's a men's belt, $350 belt. And you, I have $5. You took it. You took it with you. Of course I took it. What am I going to do? Leave it on the street? I'm picking up the garbage. But now, you're, now you've become a person who keeps the garbage. I cleaned it <laughs> before I took it home. But all the garbage, garbage, I throw in the garbage. But the good shit, I keep. Who's got this kind of time? Are you going on the I side do. of the highway? I have I'm going to buy you a vest. <laughs> I'm going to buy you a vest for your birthday. It got so bad of my obsession. Basically, it's me, Rich, and the dogs. And Rich we realized that dogs are not even getting to walk because I'm stopping so much to pick up garbage that I, <laughs> now we, it's a separate walk. It's just garbage or just dog walk. It can't be both. <laughs> oh my God. Poor Rich. He's the one who, who suggested the long arm grabbers. Yeah. Because you're bending down and picking up garbage. Yeah. I didn't, I won't touch it. It's COVID time. I can't touch anything. Oh my Lord. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, okay. That's what my week has been. It's That's been so glorious. weak. And if you so think about weak. it, it's two sides of the coin, right? The beauty of hair, nails, and waxing, and yet the dirty of the garbage of Tenafly. It, it's polar opposites for me. Good week, though. I feel very satisfied and hygienic across the board. Oh, my Lord. Speaking of satisfied, let, let's move on. We need to talk <laughs> Lennox Hill. Oh, we need to talk Lennox Oh, Hill. my God. God, I love them so much. Okay, so Lennox Hills on Netflix. It's, I think, eight episodes, and it's a reality show about the amazing, incredible, brilliant doctors at Lennox Hill Hospital in New York City. And are you not in love with them? I'm in love love with with them. them. I am so obsessed with them that... First of all, I think I would make a really good friend. They should have me over at their house for dinner. Their Hamptons house. I want to be in the Hamptons, Gurneys, wherever they were. I want, I want that. Let's go. I was obsessed that they were at Long Beach Island. You think that they were in the Hamptons? That one house was in the Hamptons and then they were in Gurneys. Oh, okay. I, w- I was like, they're in Long Beach Island. I know yeah. they are. <laughs> yeah, they were in Gurneys and I was like, I could be their friends. They should have me over for a barbecue. Wait, what do you I think? Love, of- I love him. Okay, so are you not so in love with Dr. John Bookbar and Dr. David Langer? I'm so in love with them. And I really, I think that the next time, while you're picking up garbage on the side of the road, I will be at their house at a barbecue. I feel like they should invite me. I'm following them. I'm Googling them. I'm obsessed. What do you think it must be like to be that smart, to be able to just go to work and you're literally opening up people's brains? And it's so intense. It's so intense. And yet one of the things that I just 
was so obsessed with when I was watching was one of them. I think it was Dr. David Langer. He's on the phone with his wife. She's obviously preparing to have company and talking about who's coming and who's not coming and bitching at him about, you know, this is going to be ridiculous and maybe we shouldn't even have them. And he hangs up the phone and goes into surgery. I know. It just goes to show. That's why it was so fascinating because you really were connecting with these people on their yes. everyday lives and their kids and their wives and you know just regular stuff. And then the way they connected to their patients. Oh. Like, I've never seen such bedside manner. No. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. And they were all huggers. Everyone was hugging. I'm everybody like, I want to hug them too. Everybody I want, was hugging. Everybody was hugging and I, I want to be one of the people they hug. Like I really do. Like, it was so amazing. I can't say enough about it. I hope that they do another one. They dropped a ninth episode, which was a COVID. Right. So they had just done it. That so was I- lucky that, that they were still filming during that COVID thing because that was also super fascinating that the brain surgeons and all these specialists ended up having into. a hold yep. into it. And they were even saying it was hard for them because they don't know these people. And they're right. so invested in their patients to have to go and touch and talk to family members that they don't know. It was so fascinating. I always love doctors and I always have a respect for doctors. And I, these doctors, I don't know. I'm sure there's many, many special doctors out there, but these guys and, and also Dr. Little Richardson and Dr. McCree, ER doctor and OBGYN. And I love the name Dr. Little Richardson. <laughs> I think that's the best name. Both Bookvar and Langer both went to UPenn, both went to UPenn for medical school. They're both the same age. So I think that they've been friends for years. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm following them I'm on stalker. Instagram. Yeah. yeah. I'm all over. I was totally. even like deep dive into the kids, Ben Langer, the son, <laughs> Molly. I'm trying to learn where Molly's going to college. I'm like, what's going on with their kids? Just coincidentally, you'll be picking up garbage in front of their house one day. <laughs> see what's yeah, going they on. They need someone to monitor their streets. I'm in. A couple of times I had to close my eyes because the brain surgery gets a little rough. But and they're in there. And they're I mean, in the there. cameras are in there. They're in there. It's yeah. intense. So I had to close my eyes. But overall, I mean, just a really remarkable documentary. And it really made me feel like, I don't know. I didn't know what to do after that. I was like, what do I do now? Do I go? Do I? I was never a Grey's Anatomy person. I don't know. That's been on the air for like 500 years. So I was never a Grey's Anatomy person, but I did watch ER. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go back and, and, and just watch all of ER. And then I was looking it up. It's like 331 episodes. Yeah, I don't ER. have that I'm kind like, of time. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> Although but I do. I'm picking garbage. I, I, I was just going to say, you obviously do have that kind of time. <laughs> But yeah, so really, really, I, I highly recommend. Oh, I Lennox highly Hill. recommend it. It really made me feel good about the city. I haven't felt good in a long time. And oh. it just really made me feel good about New York City. And it made me feel good about people who dedicate. And this is 2018, 2019. So before COVID, just really great. Great documentary. I highly recommend it. Yes. And you know what else I highly recommend, although heavy, very heavy. Athlete A. I just watched Athlete A the other day. I think it yeah. just came, right? It just came out, I think. It just came out, yes. This is something I say, you know how you always never know what's going on? But yes. I actually didn't really know this was going on. I don't follow gymnastics. I never, I never read these stories about the kids, the athletes being sexually abused. I kind of remember like a little bit of that name, Larry Nasser. Yeah. But I didn't really know the whole story. I also didn't know how deep it all went and how far back. For me, I used to love 
watching gymnastics on television and I was a huge Mary Lou Retton fan. Right. So my first concern was because Mary Lou Retton's coach was that Bella, was his name Bella Caroli? Bella yes. Caroli yes. and Marta Caroli. And a lot of the other gymnasts were Caroli gymnasts that Larry Nassar worked with. So my first thought was, oh my God, was my, my beautiful little Mary Lou Retton one of these women as well? But she wasn't. This all happened right after her. Yes. So the whole generation after her, she was actually though, what I did find interesting, she was on the board of the USA Gymnastics organization when all of this investigation stuff was happening. And she said that they were all lied to about all of this stuff. I didn't know any of that. Oh, it appears to be extremely scandalous. Everyone's yeah. kind of pushing it under the rug. And I mean, really, really scandalous. Over 500 people came forward now. Yeah. And also it's right to the top. They knew way yes. at the very, very top. They knew and did nothing. I and think these are little girls. They're not. I think that they said at the end of that documentary, didn't they say that they're still being the gymnastics board and stuff is still being investigated. Yeah, it's all That's crazy. Being, supposedly now, I believe the board has been completely replaced. The Olympics was canceled. So right. this whole year of, I guess, us seeing this new Olympic committee and this new organization, we would have seen it, I guess, at the new Olympics. But because there's no Olympics, we're not learning much about it. It was very interesting and good for these women now who you know, told their story and came forward and hopefully could find some peace in this whole thing. But I mean, you know, one of the things in, that I thought was fascinating is that they said that the doctor was actually the one who was nice to them. Like everyone was so strict and hard and right. you're fat, we'll go practice again. And all these crazy things at 13 years old, they're telling these, these athletes. And he was actually joking around or made them feel good or you know, snuck them in some snacks. And so they had this feeling like they trusted this guy right. who wound up sexually abusing them, which is terrible. A sexual predator does that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, know. They pull them in and then figure out how to get their trust and then I mean, did he look like, a, not that I know what sexual predators look like, but did he look like, he just looked like a little weasel to me. You know, they said that he was a little quirky. That's, like the, he, that's the term they used for him, quirky. So weird. So yeah, weird. so the Athlete A also on Netflix. I got, we got to get off of this heavy stuff and we got to just, we need to talk, feel the beat. Feel does the every, beat. Does everybody feel the beat? I loved it. I thought oh. it was the cheesiest, most Come on, it's so cheesy. It's amazing. Loved it. So that's another one on Netflix just dropped this week. The thing about Feel the Beat is from the second that it starts, you can predict the entire thing. It was like a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, I just completely was so predictable. Happy at every moment. Yep. It's like I know exactly how it's going to end, how the middle's going to go. It's so cheesy, so good. Right. So the premise is that this chick named April left her small town in Wisconsin to be a Broadway dancer. She's a hard ass, super talented, but she screws some shit up in Broadway and she's blackballed from Broadway and she has to go back to Wisconsin and eat some cheese and she's in a bad mood and she's pissed off. Oh, she's eating like- So cheesy. She's so beautiful, Sophia Carson. I looked yeah, her up. She's so I've beautiful. never heard of her before. I've never seen her before. She's Apparently gorgeous. she was in The Descendants, a couple of Disney things. Yeah, but but she's gorgeous. Gorgeous, sick body. I think that's really her dancing. So she's super talented. And then 
she comes back to her small town and they need help with the little dance squad of the town, which is like a shit show. They suck. She comes in and she finds out that if they win the competition, there's a teacher element part so she could perform as well in front of these Broadway people and get her spot back. And there's a hot guy that she left in Wisconsin. He's back. Wolfgang Novogratz. And he was in that movie, The Half of It. Did you see that? That's another no. cute Netflix stupid movie, but he was in that. And and it's exactly what you think. I mean, right. You need After athlete A, you need to pour it out and feel the beat. <laughs> yes, you it's do. It's so good. It's like everything you love about the Hallmark Christmas movie. Exactly right. So, so if anyone is in need of some cheesy, delightful, light fare, thumbs up, we recommend. Oh, yeah. We definitely. recommend it. We loved it. Okay, so- Before we go any further and get into some other stories, I just need to call this out right now. I watched a show a few years ago that I have told everybody about, but nobody could watch it. It's called Kingdom. It was on AT&T U-verse. The only reason that I watched it, I don't even have AT&T U-verse or DirecTV, whatever it was, but my friend, John Karen, let let me use his sign-on to watch it. And the only reason I wanted to watch it was because Nick Jonas was in it. So this show was, I think, 2017, 2018, 2019. I watched it all. I think I literally am the only person that ever watched it. I know you told me. I've I've been telling people forever, but there's no, there was no place to watch it. So big, huge news that I can't stop talking about. I can't stop telling people. I can't stop begging. Please, everybody watch Kingdom because big news, it hits Netflix on Wednesday. It's three seasons. It starts on July 1st, 40 episodes. I don't want to say too much because I don't want well, to. All you that. have to say is Nick Jonas. It's I'm Nick in. Jonas. This is what I'm going to tell you. It is a family drama about a gym called Navy Street where people who go to that gym, they train to be MMA fighters. It is bloody, it is gritty. The acting, every single person needs an Oscar, not even an Emmy. The story is just riveting, twists turns. I want everybody listening to my voice, not only to watch it, I want you to tell two friends. I want everybody to watch it. I is want it, it to take up, over the world. Is it, is it there going to be a fourth season? Like what's happening? So basically, if this thing picks up steam, if the world embraces it, all of the cast members are dying to bring it back. Oh, I see. And it can come back. The way it ended it could absolutely come back for good. It could come back for five more seasons. I see. Okay. okay. All right. So what day is that? When, when is Wednesday. It so while you're July 4thing and while you're fireworksing and while you're barbecuing, take the time to get started. Everybody, please watch it. Tell friends. I want to come back next time that we meet and I want you to tell me you are right. You're correct. I'm obsessed. I can't get enough. I want the world to be obsessed with it like I am. All it's right. literally one of my top five shows of all time. That's a bold statement. It's bold. All right. Knowing me, I'm telling I'll, you. I'll get back to you. 7-1. 7-1. Wednesday. Get on it, people. You know what made me feel old this week? A couple of things. First of all, Clueless is 25 years old. 25 years old. As if it's 25 years old. <laughs> like, how is that possible? And then seen almost fire, 35 years old. I, that freaked me out. That saying almost I mean, fire is 35 years old. How old are we? Don't go changing to try 
Please be oh, Rob Lowe says. Oh my gosh, Rob Lowe. I love it. When he says that, I just, oh, so good. Can't believe it's 35 years I old. I can't believe it's 35 years old. And just coincidentally, the director, Joel Schumacher, passed away this week. And, and is crazy, crazy. And also, just coincidentally, my boy Roblo launched. I don't want to promote someone else's podcast, but <laughs> Roblo for you, Rob. It's okay. Oh yeah, for you, Rob. We'll do anything. Mm-hmm. His podcast launched this week. It's called Literally, and he had Chris Pratt on this week. And one of the cool things that I learned about Roblo because I thought I knew everything, but I did not know that Roblo auditioned for Footloose, and he his audition went so badly that he fell and hurt his knee and had to be taken out of the audition on a stretcher. <laughs> I mean, poor Rob Lowe. Poor Rob Lowe, but he's okay now. <laughs> you know, it got me thinking, and maybe maybe our listeners can start thinking also, like, what our favorite Brat Pack movie was. Oh, like, is it so St. Elmo's Fire? Is it Breakfast Club? Mm. 16 Candles, mm. Pretty in Pink. Oh my I gosh, mean, so many. My mind started racing. 35 years, I can't. I, 35 yeah. years, oh my very, God. Very, very so old. old. We are yes. old. So other things I'm obsessed with, weekly obsessions, I've always been obsessed with how kids are growing up in a, in a different way than we did. So they are used to swiping screens and yeah. picking up a computer like it's normal. So there was a video that went viral of a baby and her mom in the UK. And the baby's name is Emily, but the baby thinks her name is Alexa. <laughs> And I kept thinking like that because I've seen kids, my friends' kids are like, Alexa, play, you know, and everyone's talking to Alexa. So if you're a baby, why wouldn't you think your name's Alexa? Yeah, because your mom's talking to Alexa probably more than she's talking (laughs) to you. Right. I mean, sometimes Alexa's my best friend, so I get it. If you you see this video, the mother's like, no, your name is Emily, not (laughs) Alexa. I was laughing so hard. It really is so good. It's, and the other thing I'm obsessed with, well, I know where you stand. You're a dog or cat person. You're a dog I mean, person. we all know I'm a we huge all know. dog yeah. person. Yes. We know. You've actually expressed that multiple yes. times. I feel like I have a cat. I am both dog and cat person. But there was an article in the New York Post that male cat owners are saying that they're sexy and that they, they're sexy, that they're dateable. Why don't people want to date male cat owners? <laughs> I, I read that article. And the funny thing is, I, if I was da- in the dating pool and I was on one of these apps or I met someone and they said, it's a single guy and he's like this rough and tough guy. And he says, oh yeah, and I have a cat. I think I would think, mm, I, I have a cat. Know. Would you rather? I know to me, it doesn't I think a guy like, and a girl that A guy a lives cat. with his mom or a guy owns a cat, which is worse. Oh, a guy living with his mom's <laughs> always the worst. So but a cat- <laughs> No, a family that has a cat or a guy and a girl that have a cat, they got it together. I always think, I don't know if this is sexist or not. The girl probably pushed him to get the cat. I highly doubt that the guy comes home and goes, hey, honey, got a great idea. Let's get a I cat. think, no, I, I disagree. <laughs> I feel like men who own cats, good for them. Rescue a cat, get a cat. Why is it that a dog becomes a masculine thing? I know. I, I, I mean, I really do think a dog is a more masculine pet, but- Oh my Lord. I would rather have a guy who has a cat than you lives with his would? mommy. Than oh, lives with well, his mommy. Or plays, or plays Dungeons and Dragons, which is worse? Oh man, that should be our, our ranking or what, what do we do? 
F. Mary Kill, man with a cat, man who plays Dungeons and Dragons, and man that lives with his mother. Oh my God, kill them all. Male cat owners are sexy and dateable. I'm with them. <laughs> I stand with male cat owners. Okay, well, listen, we'll, we'll, start, we'll get you a campaign shirt, <laughs> get you a button, get you a microphone. While you're picking garbage, I'm going to walk around <laughs> and tell male cat owners that they're dateable. They're, lo- they're dateable and lovable. Love it. <laughs> so we're, we're coming upon 4th of July. Yes. Nothing says America like baseball and it's coming back, coming baby. Back. Yeah. Oh. God, so I can't happy. Wait. Are we going into spring training this week? Yes, 7-1. Spring training begins oh. and I cannot wait. I have missed you, baseball. I've, I've missed you, missed so, you much. so much. I don't even care. 60-game season, whatever it is. I'll watch I anything. I just want to see them. I want to feel that way again. Them. That to me is America. That to me is, oh, I need it. I need we it. need our baseball back. Especially when there's no housewives, we need our baseball That's back. That's right. So I, I thought wait. in honor of 4th of July approaching yes. that we should end today with two truths and a lie, the 4th of July edition. Oh, okay. But two truths and a lie is a, per- a personal one. Okay. So I'm going to give you about me. Oh, right? okay. So there are two things that are true and one lie. I sang the national anthem to a crowd. I went to lunch dressed as a hot dog. <laughs> and I have red, white, and blue underwear. Now, which one? Two truths and a lie. Okay. Knowing you the way that I do, I know that you have red, white, and blue underwear. <laughs> Now, would you go to lunch dressed as a hot dog? I don't know about that. But I also can't imagine you singing the national anthem to anybody, let alone a crowd. So I'm going to say, oh, this is really hard. I'm going to say the lie is you singing the national anthem to a crowd. Yeah. That's right. You know what I love the best about this is that you actually believe that I went to lunch dressed as a hot dog, and I did. Yeah, yeah, that, that I, would, I would believe that over you singing the national anthem to a crowd. <laughs> so good, so good. That was a good Question one. is, is there any photographic proof of you going to lunch as a hot dog? Yes, and I'm going to send you the photograph. Oh, I cannot wait to see yeah, that. As a hot dog. I see that. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July. Happy Pride, right? It's Pride Month. Happy Pride, yeah. And cheers. Cheers let's to everybody. Let's go baseball. Let's go kingdom. Let's go, everyone. Kingdom 7-1. Don't forget. Love you guys. Pour it out. Love you guys. If you need to talk to us, check us out on Gmail at we need to talk pod 2020 at gmail.com. Facebook, We Need to Talk, the number two. Instagram, We Need to Talk Podcast. And Twitter at Need to Talk Pod. And of course, check us out on any of your podcast platforms. Rank us. Leave a review. Thanks.